So what did you talk about last week? Because I wasn't even here. But you, I mean, you could you could. Well, yeah, I don't care what you do. I don't <laughs> care what you talked about last week. Yeah, I mean, we actually recorded it last week. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, you could become a listener, dude. What's up? You're 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 screwing up our freaking. What are you talking listenership? About? I just want to formally apologize to all of my listeners. <laughs> You know, for not being here last week and having listened to, uh, you know, somebody else talk about like LeBron James, yada yada. We didn't talk about yeah, LeBron James. You did. We didn't. Yeah. Or did you listen? He listened. Listen to what? <laughs> he listened to. It. <laughs> He's a fan, dude. He likes it. <laughs> I'm gonna sign your titty, dude. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan boy. He's a closet fan. What is this? What do we have? Here? Well, I don't know. Let's take a listen to it. Let's this is see. off the cuff. Yeah. What it is. George Floyd Square want to know when Minneapolis police will respond to their calls for help. Early Thursday morning, a domestic assault victim called 911 for help. Even though she was cut and bleeding, she was told to relocate a block away so police could get to her. As Reg Chapman reports, her story is she similar was not to wearing a bra, by the way. Who when notice. officers will make it inside the no-go zone to provide much-needed service. It has been a place for mourning and healing for thousands who have come from all over to visit George Floyd Square. But for people who live here, once night falls, they say it becomes a place where lawlessness abounds. What? Scanner audio from Thursday <laughs> morning. You mean George Floyd Square is not safe? One for help from her home near 38th and Elliott. Is it possible to have her move at least a block away, maybe 38 and 10th? She is bleeding and cut everywhere, but we'll we'll call her back. What? Can you pause that? How, first of all, I really kind of need to know, first of all, how she was cut. Because if it was just a little real regular knife fight, then... Just a regular old everyday yeah, knife fun. fight. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm, I'm already confused. How bad are you bleeding? And yeah. did they cut your bra off? Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's missing. It's, no. not, it's not there. So, okay. Unfortunately, that's the normal in this neighborhood uh, post-George Floyd. We played the audio for Kamaya Whitehead Parti, who says she had a similar experience. Oh, a she's not the stabby. Forced her to run out of her home, leaving her daughter behind. She made it to 40th and Bloomington when someone called police. After following a report, police would not give her a ride home near 30th in Chicago. They was like, well, we can't take you. We can't go there. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't go there? I want somebody to go to my house to check on my child. And they was like, no, we can't go there. They dropped me off on 35th and 10th at 1 o'clock in the morning and made me walk here. The best public safety remedy right now is to open up and get that intersection um, uh, flowing again. Last mm -hmm. month, Chief Madera Arredondo said officers continue to patrol the area while he works with community stakeholders to figure out when to open up the intersection. We're uh, evaluating that timeline every single day and uh, ensuring that we have the right resources on the ground uh, and ready to be put into action uh, in order to ensure safety at this intersection and a continued place of racial justice and healing. While the city tries to figure out what to do, residents say they are forced to continue living in a war zone. Who wants to live somewhere where you also can they need some borders, right? There was not much planning there. Oh, all I got out of this whole thing was... So you guys got exactly what you asked for. And now you want to get rid to. of the police. You want to defund the police. You want to vilify the police. And then you get mad when the police don't want to go into your stinking war zone. Well, I don't I, think, I don't know so, if that's quite it. And it's like nobody understands cause and effect. Well, they didn't <laughs> say they wanted no police. They, I've, I think that what they've been saying is that they want community 
policing, like yeah, well, whatever you got that it. means. Yeah, well, I think yeah, they well yeah, you they just do got have through it. saying that it was a safe haven for everybody to come and it, you know during the day, uh, but at nightfall, it's it's exactly what you asked for. You want you want no police. That means day and night. You know what do you you just want the night patrol? We don't want policing well, during the day. It's I a think, haven during the day. I think what they're too the stupid to realize night. is is that they're all being played because the whole defund the police, they didn't come up with that on their own. Politicians are the ones that started talking about defunding the police, and so and it'd have been good if I would have queued up a, a the recording of Barack Obama saying that we need our own federal police force just as well funded, just as well armed as a regular police force back, you know, 10 years ago, whatever it was, because that's what they want. They want things to get so bad that people are begging for federal police while they call everybody else Nazis. That's what all the defund the police with all that's about. And so, but like the woman speaking there, she was too stupid to realize. (laughs) And like, they're all too, everybody's too stupid to realize on the left what all that actually means because the good cops are leaving and the only ones you're going to have left are going to be bad and it's going to be bad. Your good people ain't going to stand for that, dude. In fact, well, good people aren't going to stay in that neighborhood either. No, no. I mean, if, if you're living in a neighborhood where police won't come into it and somebody in your household got stabbed, you know, probably not a really good place to live. So, <laughs> Uh, all the all the good people will probably move out right behind the good police. Well, I don't know how how good is it when they're stabbing each other. It's great. It's a haven. They yeah. said so. They did. They did. Um, kind of in the same vein, the uh, the police officer that that made the little viral video. I don't know. We can play it if you want to. But the video there, where he's sitting in his car pretending he was talking to LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> um, Suspended. Yeah, well, so this is on big league politics. He got suspended. Yeah, yeah. A patriotic. Well, it's good because he's he's not apologizing, which is kind of a new thing. Yeah, good for um, him because he's not going to get his job back anyway. Yeah, I mean that's what we've seen in the past. Most of the time, you apologize and still lose your job, or you could just stick to your guns and still lose your yeah. job. <laughs> it was well, well, the thing though. If if you if you apologize, you lose the support of the people on the right. You know, and which he had. A, they started a, a GoFundMe. And it did really well. I think yesterday it was like seventy five or eighty five thousand dollars. So, a patriotic law enforcement officer who was suspended from the force for <clears throat> making a TikTok video defending cops and refusing to back down is refusing to back down. Now that he is being targeted as the next victim of cancel culture. Idaho police officer Nate Sylvester posted a TikTok video deriding sports ball chucker Ron <laughs> James. That's their words, not mine. And he was suspended without pay in the aftermath. However, Sylvester is refusing to fold. Pardon me. Despite pushback against him, oh wow, and has raised almost two hundred thousand through his crowdfunding site. Sylvester has released two videos telling the supporters that he will not back down, and it is time for Americans to stand and fight against a far left cultural revolution that will recreate some of the history's worst atrocities if it, if it is not stopped. Yeah, this guy is—he's uh, doing the right thing by not backing down. Quote, I never would have anticipated this would have become as big as it has, and we're just going to keep making it bigger. We have a voice now, and we've learned that. And we're going to use it to stand up for law enforcement officers all, all over this country. We're not going to tolerate being attacked or bullied or vilified in the media anymore. We have to have each other's back, and that's what we're going to do. 
I like to shift the focus from me onto the bigger picture, which is law enforcement officers who find themselves in situations where after they've done their job and they've done the right thing, that they're being attacked by media and celebrities and people who want to vilify and crucify police officers for just doing their job. The additional funds are coming in are going to be used for that to shed positive light on law enforcement, to humanize the badge, and to make sure that people know that police officers are good, decent, ethical people doing a tough job, Sylvester added. Wow, look at that. $320,000. Wow. And that and so that kind of shows you, too, where public opinion is, too. Like, it's pretty easy to measure. I haven't seen this. Do you want to see this? Yeah, I have, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, unavailable. Imagine that. On YouTube. You can get on YouTube. Here, here, here. I got you. I got you. Here, hang on. But that is, I just got through watching a uh, a series on Netflix called The Last Dance, and it was over um, Michael Jordan and, like, back when he played with the Bulls and all of that stuff. And it's just amazing how much different uh, culturally, like, the atmosphere was from back in the, you know, the mid to late 90s versus now. You know, everybody's um, – like all of these sports are so highly politicized. And I, I forget they asked uh, they asked Jordan back when he was playing to back what would have been, I believe, one of the first black senators. Um, and I forget what state it was. And, uh, and he wouldn't do it. And they asked him why. And he said, because Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah. And, and, and he even realized back then that, you know, you alienate – half of your you know your the the people that are buying your products and uh so like the the best thing was for him to stay neutral and all of that well especially it's a good idea to stay neutral when you're um you're you're talking about slavery and human rights and human rights abuses and you're selling sneakers that are in america created by Blatant slave labor in China. Yeah. So, it's probably just best to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the height of hypocrisy, dude. Dispatch, I've arrived at that disturbance. We have LeBron call my cell phone right away. Please, thank you. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. No, can you put the knife down, please, sir? Sir, no, 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 sir, don't stab it. No, no, stop stabbing. Stop. Oh, hold on. Hold on. It's LeBron. LeBron. Hey, yeah, it's me again. Listen, I'm out here at this disturbance call, and there's a guy trying to stab another guy with a knife. What do you think I should do? Why does that matter? Okay, uh, well, they're both black. One guy's trying to stab another guy with a knife. Deadly force is completely justified. Uh-huh. I see. So you don't care if a black person kills another black person, but you do care if a white top kills a black person, even if he's doing it to save the life of another black person? I mean, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but then again, you are really good at basketball, so I guess I'll take your word for it. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. Thanks, LeBron. Michael Jordan's the GOAT. What? Nothing. I got to go. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Michael Jordan's the GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the video that he got suspended for. Like, is, I mean, why, I, why, though? What do you expect? Yeah. To, I mean... That's well, exactly because, what you expect cops to do. Apparently, why would because it's the it's the pressure that that the media exerts and the left exerts, and it's a calculated maneuver, like all the things that they do, because they intended to use. So I, I saw like a picture where they're writing on the ground that girl's name. She was 16 years old. What's her name again? Chunk. Michaela. 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 Micaiah. Micaiah Chunk. Yeah. Yeah, so Micaiah Chunk, they they want, and that's the thing that it was the same with Trayvon Martin and and so many others is that they they want to maintain the story as it was originally sold on the in mainstream media. So 
whenever they sold it as a sweet little boy with nothing armed with nothing more than skittles and an arizona sweet tea and then when that didn't become the case they struggled and fought to maintain that narrative and they're doing it here too that's why they don't want somebody making light of it because and and that's what he said you saved a a life of a, a different black female so that removes race from the equation so it's really hard to keep maintaining in in um the constant determination that oh all white cops are inherently racist because they're obviously not and and he's shining a light right on it and that's why they don't like it because it you're 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 disarming it and making light of their stupidity and that's what they hate and and they hate it because it went viral that's that's why he's going to be out of work he may be out of work there but i I guarantee you there's somewhere that'll hire that guy yeah he looks like he may not need to work for a while anyway yeah Mm -mm. no 320 grand man all right what do we got here we got Joy Reid. Yeah, that was uh, that, yeah that, that's some rich stuff right there, dude. I, I haven't Jordan. watched this in its, in its entirety, but I know she's going to deliver because she's a. I haven't seen it. She's it's a dingus. Well, yeah. let's see what it is. Well, to, a, a little uh, preface is they're they're doing an actual. So they did uh, two or three um, audits that um, were hand selected by Democrats in in Maricopa County in Phoenix, Arizona where it was very blatant that fraud took place. And, and so that singular county alone was responsible for throwing the election um, to Joe Biden in, in the state of Arizona. So um, they're doing an actual forensics audit there with uh, three, if I'm not mistaken, third-party auditors, but they're impartial. They're not politically motivated. In fact, uh, there are some Bernie supporters involved and people that just want to see the facts and so everybody's up in arms they're they're criticizing everything about it and and that that's what this is about so let's see if this looks like an impartial honest objective take on any kind of <laughs> audit whatsoever months after losing the election donald trump has struck again his supporters have orchestrated the latest charade aimed at dismantling the single most important feature of our democracy the right of voters to choose our leaders That charade is now on display in Phoenix, Arizona, where, as you can see from these live camera feeds, a fake so-called audit is underway to recount the 2.1 million ballots cast in Arizona's largest county. And keep in mind that Arizona already had two full-on actual recounts after the November election. Well, this fakey version is costing taxpayers $150,000, with access seemingly only granted to the Trump-fawning news channel one American news network, unless reporters agree. To Which, number one, that's not accurate. Number two, when all across the country in at least seven states, Republican poll watchers were denied access and windows were covered up and water mains were quote-unquote breaking, we don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the, and you guys are still, and this is MSNBC, so. Participate in the make-believe audit as observers. This is what happened when one of our reporters tried to gain access. Hi, sir. How are you doing? I'm not authorized to speak to you. We're with NBC. We're hoping to cover as journalists what's happening I'm, here I'm inside. Yeah, because you're very objective. <laughs> as journalists. Yeah, they're yeah. not journalists. I'm not authorized to speak to the These guys said they would be able to talk to you about getting in as journalists. There's a media area. Which so is where you need to go. In that area, in that area only, not Trump lost to President Biden in Maricopa County. Yet That's none of debatable. It to those yeah. committed to Trump's well, big of course lie. it is. And That's that why they're mad, because they know what the... To supposedly audit the ballots. Doug Logan, CEO of the Cyber Ninjas, 
who has reportedly advanced election fraud theories online. And yes, you heard that right. A far-past-the-sell-by-date review of our presidential election is currently being led by a group called the Cyber Ninjas. You really can't make it up. And those Cyber Ninjas, well, they have tools in their Cyber Ninja kits, like ultraviolet lights, a feature Trump mm -hmm. is particularly interested in, which should also come as no surprise, as his COVID quackery once included blasting the body she has a sarcasm with ultraviolet Obama. light from Sounds the like inside female Obama. as a way to eradicate the coronavirus. Piece of garbage. According to internal documents, these lights are being used to hunt for so-called, quote, fraud. The firm is also so concerned Pause about... Pause that for a minute. So if, if, if you were using UV lights in, in a crime scene, you would you be looking for crime? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, and again, the deflection. So, and this is the reason I wanted to, to kind of show this. Because she's one of the most outlandish, prominent, you know, um, completely left morons that that people get to see in mainstream media. How tenacious she and audacious she is about this is a direct correlation to how bad they want this to stop. How bad they want people to think that this is wrong. They know what they're going to find. Yeah. She knows what they're going to find. That's what they're priming. Oh, this is fake. Oh, the cyber. This is fake. Like, which is not just that faction and what difference would that make if we got down and discussed the particular people what their political leanings were what their online habits consisted of that were covering up the windows in detroit at the tcf center during the election what would that look like because you didn't have a problem at all with that you didn't have a problem at all with a well, I mean break you, know, you you weren't acting all outlandish and sarcastic then with your stupid freaking face your dumbass hair <laughs> you know what i'm saying like all that indignation did not exist because if you were objective you would you would have been more concerned far more concerned with the fraud as it took place with the water main break people pulling ba ballot boxes out from under a table in lying, poll watchers leave, the media leaves, and you start re you start counting it. Oh, that's normal. No, that is absolutely not normal. That's why they have cameras set up there. So you can't specifically say what they're doing wrong. And likewise, if Republican poll watchers weren't allowed in during the election, why why would they why are you complaining that your hack quote unquote journalist can't can't be privy to this now. You have a media area just like they had during the election that you wouldn't let them access. So nobody needs to hear your free dude. We can turn this off now. I can't stand no more. Dude. <laughs> but needless to say, there's some good developments there. And I think, which there's, I mean, this is in, because they're continuing through this evening. So, the, I mean, there's d developments happening as we speak. And Gateway Pundit does a really good job. So anybody can go there and look up the things. Like, they, they're pretty much hub-centric to anything going on with, with what occurred during the election. They've got it all covered there pretty good. What is this? This is an older interview uh, of Jordan Peterson. Uh, it's a British journalist. Her name is Helen Lewis. She's interviewing him. I think this this was back when Trump was uh, was still president. Um, but of so, course, like, that could have been yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you don't know who Jordan Peterson is, like, this guy rose to fame. Uh, the guy's Canadian. And uh, the Canadian government wanted to pass legislation that said that using someone's pronoun incorrectly uh, was a crime. So this guy, obviously, he, you know, he 
butted heads. He was very outspoken about um, a lot of this ginger. He's a, psycholo- he's a psychologist. Yeah, and he was at Harvard. I don't know that he still is. Um, so naturally, once he spoke out against this, people uh, people wanted to know what his views on, were on pretty much everything else. So this interview is, if you've ever got time, it's like an hour and 40 minutes long. It's a It's a long interview, but it's really good. And he takes her to task, and she has really no idea um, that she's she's being manhandled. So, uh, but so she goes to ask him, and this guy's very bright, very intelligent guy. And so she's uh, she's poking and prodding, and and he eventually makes it around to uh, climate change and uh, population control. And uh, so this guy, I, and I watched this, and I had to watch it a few times because his. Uh, his his answer to it was it, it's just such a knee-jerk reaction and i was like oh my goodness like why would somebody so so smart and so articulate take the road that he took and uh so if we'll just listen to this and then i'll, I'll give you my theory on it it doesn't look like we're moving in that direction very fast yeah, but that is that is that is a solution I'll yeah well it worked for the french I, I was fascinated. David Attenborough is something kind of close to a national religion in Britain. So there's a bit where you say population control advocates like him, you confirm to Eric Harris, one of the Columbine killers. Why then is it virtuous to propose that the planet might be better off if there were fewer people on it? And I found that completely boggling that you have elided their population control through people not being born and the mass slaughter of people who are already alive. It's the motivation that I question. Right. Tell me more about that. Well, what kind of statement is the planet would be better off with fewer people on it? First of all, there's an easy solution to that. You could leave. Unfortunately, much of the best efforts of Elon Musk, that is not yet an option permanently. Uh, No, no, that isn't what I mean. That's what I meant, yes. If you're very concerned about your carbon footprint, there's a very fast solution to that. (laughs) So, and I think it's disingenuous to, well, it's the other people, or maybe it's the people who haven't been born yet. It's like, I don't... I'm, there's a, this is also the problem I have with much of the environmentalist movement is there's a powerful stream of anti-human sentiment that motivates it and masquerading under the guise of virtue on a planetary scale. It's like, could be. I mean, it's not like we're not fouling our own nest. <laughs> All right. You know? so, so she asked him about population control, and he basically says, if you're that worried about if, if that's where you want to plant your flag and if that's, you know, and if you're so concerned with your carbon footprint and, and your presence on this planet, you could always kill yourself. <laughs> it went right and, over her head. <laughs> and yeah. And, and that's what he's saying. And I was like, and, and that's what I said. It was such a knee jerk reaction for me. I had to watch it multiple times because <laughs> this guy's so smart and talented and articulate. Why would he take such a hard line stance on something like that? And then after I thought about it, you know, it, with the left, it's it, it's always some sort of virtue signaling, and it always seems something that's not even skin deep. Um, and they always want to. I'm trying to think of another word other than virtue signal, but that that fits the bill with pretty much everything they do. So 
but it, they want to lay responsibility on someone else. Like maybe we should, uh, I don't and, know. And abort, they they want to lay on somebody else and they're the benevolent ones for suggesting that yeah, someone else we, find the solution or, yes, or be we, part of said solution. You know, we should abort babies and we should, you know, we should do this, that, and the other, and we should do this to control the population. But it, it it's definitely not me. I mean, I, I don't want to make any sacrifice. I mean, I'm already here, so, you know, maybe we should do something about all these other people and they never really consider themselves to be one of the other people. So, and well, the other people are the ones that they usually politically disagree with because we don't believe in, uh, you know I mean? If you don't believe in global warming, then maybe you're the one that needs to die. Yeah. But if if that's where you want to plant your flag and if you're, you think that your presence on this planet is so detrimental to this planet, then I, I think the guy makes it a serious <laughs> point, but Leave. but nobody's lining up to do that because are you really worried about it? No, no, you're you're worried about the thought of it. You're worried about the optics that it looks to driving a Prius or something like that. You know, you're worried about you know you're more concerned with the the status symbol of of driving your eco friendly car or things like that. But are you really concerned about it? Are you really doing things to you know? To conserve? No. No. Never. So because true conservation isn't isn't um part of, of liberalism. Excess. It's all in excess. Yes, for sure. Excess I mean, of stupidity, number one. A grotesque excess of stupidity. And but, and, and, and and think about the idea of conservation versus uh the, the Green New Deal. <laughs> I mean <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, the, the conservative, and we've talked about it before, conservatism is not exclusive to any political party, you no. know, be it Democrat or Republican. Conservatism is a way of life. And this and this next video right here is is one of the absolute reasons why um, I live the kind of lifestyle I do Um and, and try to, to practice what I preach. This right here is a, a, a college student um, that supports police and this absolute liberal professor that looks like she's every bit of, I don't know, 22, 23 years old. I have no idea how she's a professor of anything. Like you have absolutely no life experience. Um, so, I mean, really, what is it that you could teach anyone? I mean, you could probably teach somebody how to post on social media. You could teach someone how to make a TikTok video. Like teaching the runoff emotion is what yeah. they do. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he, he supports police and she's absolutely browbeating him over it. Right. So uh, you brought up the police in your speech a few times. Um, so what is your, like, what is your main concern? Since, I mean, honestly, the whole reason police, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is systemic. The issue is systemic because the whole reason we have police departments in the first place, where did it stem from? What's our history? Going back to what Jeremy was talking about, what, where it was, what does it stem from? It stems from people in the South wanting to capture runaway slaves. So what she's saying right there is Maybe being systemic. Be, yeah. The system, what she's saying is that the police force was made... To capture slaves. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's part of the system. It was made. The only reason we have a police force is to capture runaway slaves. Well, see that. So think you that's, shouldn't call them unless you have a runaway slave. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> that rhetoric's part of that whole sixteen nineteen project yes. nonsense. Anyway, 
is where that comes from. Law enforcement is the enforcement of the law, whatever the law is. What laws also did we enforce at that time? And what laws have Democrats pushed historically? We, we can beat this to death. But let, before we get into that, let's let's. I want to see where else this goes. Gross. Maybe they don't belong on a kids' show. Uh, so I disagree with the what Jeremy Jeremy said about it because uh, I think Jeremy's cops an are idiot. heroes and they have to have a difficult job. But we have to have all of them. Life. Oh, I, I'm not. I mean, I'd say uh, a good majority of them. You have bad people in every can, business. Can you pause that every, for a second? And and notice like the contemplative nature of of him, the, the almost curious nature of a young person, and the honest nature of of him speaking versus the contentious, angry, uh, overbearing, know it all demeanor of the professor. So yeah, that's th- that alone. Again, he is using logic and reason, and you can already tell like she's running off pure emotion already. Yes. Yeah, well, a lot wait, of wait, police wait. officers have committed atrocious crimes and have gotten away with it and have never been convicted of any of it. And, and I say this as a person who has family members who are police officers. Yes. I, I, like, I, that I gives her some legitimacy yeah. because you have family members. Number one, that's anecdotal to begin with. Number two, that that doesn't, and as Ben Shapiro would say, that's an argument from authority. That doesn't mean anything. Like, even with your anecdotal evidence, no. Because you have that, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't bolster your argument. That doesn't mean that it's inherently racist because you, or are you calling your family members racist? Maybe, because you're an idiot. (laughs) And, um, And this is what I believe. This is my opinion. And this is, you know, not popular to say, but... Uh, I do support our police, and we have bad people, and the people that do bad things should be brought to justice. I agree with that. But I think that uh, – say, I'm saying it again. They haven't. Well, I agree That's not true. That's we not true. We, should, we right? just watched. Okay, so what is your bottom line point? You're saying police officers should be revered, viewed as heroes? They I, go I on TV shows with children? That I think they are that. heroes in a sense because they come to your need, and they come and help you, and – they have a problem just like every other business, but we should fix that. But I think they're, they're heroes. Well, they're, I think that's the problem is looking at it as a business because they're actually supposed to protect and serve. Yes. like, and, and that guy goes to say, you know, this isn't a popular opinion, and I have no idea why it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why is it not a popular opinion to support our police? Why is that even something in question? And then she goes on to talk about, you know, how, you know, their their job. And and the thing is, like, yeah, are they heroes? And and have some of them done things wrong? Yes, yeah. absolutely, just like any other person at any other job. But is their job – I promise you this, their job's a heck of a lot harder and a heck of a lot more risky than you sitting on the other end of a computer, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the comfort of your home or classroom or wherever it is. Like – their job's a lot more risky. There's a, there's a lot more there's a lot more risk involved in patrolling the streets and dealing with criminals than there is doing a a, a live stream or whatever to your you know and and browbeating your students. I think one of the things though too is that that they routinely never take into account because again you have to always remember that this narrative narrative is being pushed for for the, the principle of, of federal law enforcement. So 
there is no logic. Like using logic against them, it's futile because they're they're never going to listen. This is what they want to. You, you think you could talk reason to that woman? It's not possible. And so if you flip that on its head, like human beings are human beings. So take for an example when you see the instances of, and this happened several times that I've seen. Um, a jail guard will have a, a stroke or a heart attack. The convicts come to his aid. How, you, you know, people can do good things. People can do bad things. You don't see police with with regularity doing many bad things like they would, are they're, like they're selling it. But so, oh, are they heroes? Just by virtue of being a police officer? Maybe not. I don't know. It's It's a more thankless and selfless job than what you're doing. Yes. And which kind of lends itself a little bit to the mentality we were talking about a second ago that you want other people to do things while you sit there from the sidelines and run your cake hole. And so, and I think too, that there's probably some inherent jealousy from people like that because they, you're not a difference maker. You, you, your job especially with the mentality that she seems to approach her job with, you, you're not going to change anybody's life. You're not going to be anything special. And so how, one of the videos that I'd seen before was uh, a Black Lives Matter protest and these two black women with a, with a black infant run up to a white police officer that was choking and then he saves the baby's life. I don't want to hear it. I mean, that's, that's, that's all I got to say about that. No. Dude. Enough said. And, and this is why what I alluded to earlier, this is why... I live the way I live and try and practice what I preach. And basically because I, I have children and over the past, well, with all the COVID stuff, my wife and I discussed doing homeschool. And uh, so that's what we did. And so instead of my family having multiple incomes and, and that's why I say conservatism is a way of life because ultimately instead of, having two incomes and instead of, you know, going and buying a bigger house or going and buying a newer car and investing in things like that, which the Bible says, you know, and these are all biblical principles either, you know, any way, but that rust will corrupt and thieves will steal and things like that. So instead of investing in things like that, you're investing into these lives that you've brought onto the planet. Of course, they didn't choose to be here. You brought them here. So the least you can do is spend time with them, invest in them, invest in their minds. So you're not sending them to an institution and which this is a little different because this is a college, but sending them to an institution that teaches things like gender theory and critical race theory and things like that, because this, this is a battle for their mind. So the least you could do is invest some time and effort in the things that they're studying so that they have enough to know and go off of that when they are in these situations to know that, you know what, this isn't a popular opinion and I am going against the grain, but you know what? I support the police and here's why. Which the, one of the craziest things is though, like that, that young man there at his age probably doesn't really remember what it was like when this wasn't going on where the police weren't being vilified because of, you know, you had eight years of Barack Obama and then then, like they really ratcheted up with four years of Trump. It's the young people now that are coming of age. They, they probably, because obviously when they move into relevancy in life and adulthood and they start to pay more attention to these things. And these things are obviously prominent throughout all forms of media 
entertainment, music, you know, all forms of entertainment and all media, it's all they're going to know. So being what was regularity 15 years ago and longer is just like you said, like that's not a popular opinion now because we've allowed the left to take control of our culture and there's, there's no, that's just all there is to it. Um, and just like LeBron James saying the things that he says, a sports figure saying the things that he says, but the, the it's steeped in hypocrisy. All of the people that are controlling the culture, culture don't follow the rules that they make. The rules are for us. And like I was saying last week, when you think about the sexual aspect to it, right? And, and I, there's no possible way you can remember all the left-leaning people that got caught up in the Me Too movement. You know, that was not meant for them. But Charlie Rose, right off the bat, who, who was he with again? That was CB, CB, whatever it was. Matt Lauer, you caught that mm-hmm. hole. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey. Epstein. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. everybody, people that paid attention to politics. Bill Clinton. Knew, <laughs> yeah. Bill Clinton had been caught too. People that paid attention to politics knew who Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein was. And that was one of the things that was so annoying because people were like, oh, no, Jeffrey Epstein, the Jeffrey Epstein jokes, like having grown up listening to Rush Limbaugh, we, I knew who Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein was a long time ago. Those, that was being talked about years ago when I, was, when I was in high school, if not before. But, and, and that's the thing that stinks because whenever I'm driving home, I'll start to remember more and more of the Democrats and the liberals and the leftist elitists that helped create these bullcrap rules and all this nonsense propaganda that were hemmed up in that. Because there was tons of them. And in fact, what's that bimbo's name from uh, Who's the Boss? Alyssa Moana? Yeah, that slut. So that slut, that, <laughs> I'm saying, dude, that, that D-list no, never was been. Come on, man. <laughs> that D-list never was been. The, uh, the other girl, the Rose McGowan girl, was calling her out for covering up for some other dude. Yeah, you're going to sit there at those Kavanaugh hearings like you've got some kind of moral high ground to stand there and scowl like you mean anything, dude. And then when you get bitch slapped with reality, you're silent. You you enabled someone to sexually victimize someone else. So you, all of you say these things, and you say this about police officers, but as we already saw earlier, you, you can say what you want about police officers. And Alyssa, Alyssa Milano would, it actually was one of the people that was talking all that nonsense. And they called the police in your neighborhood. That was a story too last year. So there, it's just that's how the cultural change occurs. And here's some more cultural change yeah, that they cannot adhere to. This yes. is all kind of change. Right this here. is absolutely rich too. Like this, Joy Behar, which is an absolute hack clown, and I believe she's a host on The View. Which, if you watch the viewer, get your news from the view. Like, I tell you what, you're probably not listening. Chances are you're not listening. (laughs) (laughs) But, but the thing is, like these people, and we've talked about it before. You, you people, and and when I say you people, (laughs) what do you mean you people? Um, I mean the left. Like you, y'all make the rules, and you make them so fast. Like you, you, it, it changes. I mean, almost by the day, your your set of rules. I mean, it's like you have to go through the liberal handbook and see what's acceptable to say today. So it happens so fast that even the liberals can't keep up with it. 
to to give her a little leeway, look how old she is. I mean, she's so she's yeah. senile. She's a little bit like Joe. But this is about. But her. I, I got a view that, that you know, I can bend over and give her a real nice view. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only. You better be careful bending yeah. over with that other thing on yeah, the screen. I guarantee it. So this is she's talking about. <laughs> she's talking about Caitlyn Jenner, and I I will call him Caitlyn Jenner because you can legally change your name to Caitlyn, but I absolutely will not call him a she. <laughs> Uh, because he's still a he. So, yeah, I'll call you by your name, but I'll also call you by your proper sex. How old is that guy? Uh, 72. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Joy, Bruce, Joy or Caitlin? Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. So, yeah, Sonny, he's got this guy, Brad Pascal, uh, running his campaign. What do you think about that? I mean, that guy was uh, was accused of using uh, campaign funds to enrich himself. What? That's who's running his yeah. campaign. Or her campaign, Gosh, rather. Yeah. Can, can right. you pause that for a second? That's, I who, can't that's who's that running voice. his campaign. How his many campaign? times have y'all got caught with campaign finance violations? In fact, didn't <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys get caught almost daily with campaign finance violations, and you don't say sh. And it was uh, it was uh, Ilhan Omar is one of them. Yes. The, the ones having sex with her brother. Yes. And then uh, what's the other one from the squad? The squad. Yeah. Uh, that Rashida Tlaib. Yeah. I want to say it was the one that's got the real foul mouth, which I can't stand profanity. <laughs> that's number one. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. You you you. you so disgusting. It's so it's so duplicious. Campaign finance violations specifically, dude. I read the I've read the news since high school. You guys get caught. It's the same as what we we're just talking about. Every time it's you with your hand in the cookie jar. This guy was accused of this. Did he get convicted of it? No. Well, I just love, like too. The the left claims to be so tolerant, and I'm gonna I'm I am going to enjoy watching them tiptoe around. Uh, Bruce Jenner as running in in this political race because you you claim to be so tolerant and stuff. So, I mean, you're one or the other. Are, are you tolerant or are you not? Are you going to tolerate this guy? No, it's just, it, because. And, but are you going to rake him over the coals? Let me just make some notes here. We'll go ahead and roll this. I need a pen. <laughs> I, my, my pen's at home. I'm wearing Daisy Dukes. I <laughs> there ain't no room for the pockets in these Daisy Dukes. <laughs> I would go along with that. I think that he should, a she rather, should no, take you had a right. seat yeah. and let somebody with the credentials take over a major state like California. Can, can, can you rewind that? I want to hear that again. I was writing. I need to hear that again. The credentials take over a major state. He should, a she rather, her campaign rather. Yeah. Right. I would go along with that. I think that he should, a she rather, should take a seat and let somebody with the credentials for take all over of a major state like California. <laughs> she looks terrified. So she it, it looked terrified because she knew it. But it is confusing. It. I mean, when you're out there expecting people to call men women and women men and like yeah and it, like i said the rule book changes so often i mean she's she's so left she probably has never seen a gun in person i think she, two has, things. she has no idea but and she's so far left and you screw it up like you're the poster child for leftist just but she would be the first one that if you or i were to misgender bruce sure. 
to call you an absolute intolerant bigot. I think there's an explanation for that, dude. I I think that you might have a little bit wrong. The (laughs) distinct. No, no, no. I'm serious because what you're what you're not factoring in factoring in is the same things I'm just saying. The level of disdain that they have for anybody that's affiliated with Donald Trump. And so, while yeah, she's not purposefully saying he. She doesn't care enough about that person, and she's so angry. And just like he's saying, she looks scared. She's seething with hatred and anger. They hate anything attributed to Donald Trump, and so they'll do this same thing. It doesn't like right here. It's because you're a a, a transvestite or whatever you want to call it. You're you're a biological man masquerading as, as a female. She doesn't care. Just like with Tim Scott. Just like with Ben Carson versus Barack Obama. If you're a black conservative, you ain't black. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's the same thing. Y'all, you don't care about anybody if they disagree with you politically, period. You are the most hostile, unforgiving, thankless, nasty people that have ever existed. And that's why, just as a side note, I love the story so much about the cop not apologizing is because you cannot apologize to these people. You can't reason with them. You can't. It's like the Terminator. You cannot reason with him. You know what I mean? You can't. <laughs> it's... He will not stop until you are dead. That's how they are. They don't care. They're disgusting, despicable, nasty reprobates. And uh, But it is funny. But there is one more part, though, to this, if they covered it. Well, I, and I don't know. Because if they she do. says, she, oh, you know, I was tired. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, she, uh, she, she lays on a medicine. pretty, uh, yeah, a pretty sorry little apology. She didn't do get enough sleep. rolling with it? Nah. Oh. But, I need yeah, to see she, the, I'd like to see the apology, though. What she'd done. Uh, Let's see where it is. Now, uh, in the next segment, Behar issued an apology. Yeah, here she oh, is. Here she is. Yeah. had done. Watch. Well, first of all, let me apologize for my pronoun mix-up. I, I think I just didn't get enough sleep last night. I had no intention of uh, mixing them up, but, huh. and I tried to correct it immediately, but whatever. It just came out. Yeah, just so whatever. I'm sorry yeah. if anybody was upset by that. Well, I, wonder, I wonder if when Joe Biden dropped the N-bomb, if he could have just said that. Because see that's that you guys try to act as if they're they're equal, the n word and and misgendering someone is the same. It's it's a it's a physical attack on your person, which I think they're completely different personally. Yes. What what one word you should make a habit to never use? This doesn't mean anything to me. I don't give a shit. I'll call you whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're a man, dude, bro, guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, guy? <laughs> Sir, buddy, man, sire. But. <laughs> Miho, <laughs> senor, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter. Sorry, whatever, yeah, whatever. Would you would you be the same way if you dropped the in ball? Because well, you're the one that made them rules. Well, and she said if it did offend anybody. I, I mean, if it if it did if it did offend anyone, it yeah. probably didn't. I mean, because I said it. But if if someone yeah. else said it, then you know, and it was me, you know, trying to uh, trying to have the moral high ground and whatnot, and trying to rake someone else over the coals, then you can rest assured that she would go ahead and jump to the conclusion that it absolutely did offend any and everyone within earshot of it. And what we could do to verify that is is uh, look up her re- response, video response to Donald Trump's, um, you know, banning transgenders in the military, whatever her response was to that, because I guarantee you it was rich, especially in comparison to that. What else we got? But no, 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 go go back, though, to, to, uh, what, to uh, Bruce Jenner's response. I want to read that. So, Bruce Jenner, what is all this? We can't afford to not have that on there. You can't afford to add blocker. 
No. <laughs> it's, it's not in the budget. <laughs> no, he's... We, well, we you, get, were right. you we said 72 get. and he's 71. Really? Yeah. I was just guessing. Golly. Bruce Jenner's 71? Now, oh. see, now you think he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a... Mm, look at them boobs. <laughs> what about their... Did he go all the way through with the surgery? Focus on this crotch. <laughs> so you still got one? No, no, go back up, go back up, go back up. Go back up. So Where are we? transgender uh, Bruce Jenner, who said on Friday she is... <laughs> See? <laughs> I, I, oh I'm tired. God, I you got just sunburned. did it. I got sunburned. <laughs> I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. This is so confusing. Whatever. Well, I, the, here's the difference between me and Joy Behar. I want to offend somebody. <laughs> no, you need to apologize. Yeah. Come on, man. If it offended anyone. Yeah, just whatever. Uh, so, after Miss Jenner, so quote, don't sweat it, Joy Behar. Jenner 71 tweeted early on Saturday, I'm not about cancel culture. I know where your heart is. California has bigger issues than pronouns. Oh, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> you think like the homeless maybe or like, like fecal matter in the streets and needles. The fact that needles. you're bankrupt and you're freaking yeah. bilking the rest of the country to bail you out. Yeah, that, that's a pretty Wasn't big Los deal. Los Angeles that wanted to do that like needle replacement program or something Everybody's like leaving the state. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, I keep seeing so many of their plates here. And I saw a Maryland plate the other day and it had uh, some kind of you know gun control sticker plus. Uh, tell them to get out of Oklahoma. Do not come to Oklahoma. Yeah, dude. Stay out of Hawaii. Idiots. <laughs> so, did you see where the FBI raided Rudy Giuliani's place? Yeah. That, I mean, dude, that is totally yeah. objective. What, what's going on with that? That's not. And, I, and people need to stop thinking that that has anything to do with retribution for Hunter Biden. Because huh. it's surely not. Which I watched I mean, the interview. He was on Tucker Carlson, and he. Um, I was watching that on the way here, actually. Yeah, he said that they showed up six in the morning, they were pounding on the door. And he read the warrant. Of course, he's a lawyer, so he's, he's probably going to give it a good thorough reading. And uh, so, read all the warrant, and it was basically over electronics and stuff that they were all seizing, which probably, like you said, it has absolutely nothing to do uh, with any kind of retribution or the fact that he was Trump's lawyer. So, let me ask you this. When he's reading the warrant, are they standing, like, outside Not the apartment? to it. If they're okay. smart, they probably are. Okay. He said they were professional and he was professional. Yeah. But the thing you see here, into whether Rudy Giuliani broke lobbying laws, same thing as before. How many times have Democrats routinely, constantly, and consistently broke lobbying rules? That's well, that's like what you said before. Because what they're yeah, what they were talking about was him representing someone from Russia or the Ukraine yeah. or something like that, which he he specifically spoke about having a clause in his contract that says that he would not do that. And and it's like we've we've talked about before. They they always confuse. They always accuse you of doing exactly what they're doing or oh, what yeah. they have done. Like that's grotesque projection. Yes. Yeah, because so, what they're accusing him, him of, Hunter Biden actually did. Yes. So so it's like what they accuse Trump of, like having yep. sex with like Russian hookers and whatnot. Um, golden showers, too. <laughs> golden <laughs> no, showers. Because that was real, though. That's what I'm saying. Like Hunter Biden, like... And then it turned out that one representative was actually having mm -hmm. sex with a Chinese spy. 
that and then the people from the um, that Never Trump faction, the Lincoln Project, who actually knew about the raid before Rudy Giuliani, by the way. Yes. They were actually messing with Russian prostitutes and they were having golden showers. So and they were also <laughs> molesting. Hey, listen, dude. There was also they were also child molesting. So yes. And that's so bing bang boom. Go figure. They're obsessed, dude. They're sick. But if you don't think, I mean, what what do you think the end game is? I mean with Rudy Giuliani because honestly I think which he spoke about them not taking the hard drives that were uh, that were from Hunter Biden's laptop but but what do you think the end game is? I mean they're because obviously if they seize all of his electronics they're going to have I mean cell phone everything they're going to have a lot of material and a lot of it's probably going to be correspondence with Trump what I think so, is is um, just like they did with Carter Page, and so initially it was they tapped my phone. <laughs> we they he thinks they tapped his phone, and then um, so they surveilled his campaign. Then bang, they tapped his phone. Like so, the media mocked it at first until they couldn't deny it any longer. But the damage had already been done, and that's one of the things that they had used for the first hoax was the information gathered. And that, and so you're, it's probably just a derivative of the, of, of the same tactics that they'll be finding stuff that they can potentially use in the future. Because you got to understand, right? And, it, and this is just my opinion, obviously. But they're they're greasing the skids, and because they know he's Donald Trump said the other day that he's very seriously considering a run, and pick, he's very seriously considering DeSantis from Florida as a running mate, which would again in a, in a fair objective election that's a no-brainer that's 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 a flawless victory that's a lethal win and so they're going to do everything they they're they're trying to get their ducks in a row i mean that's how you're just watching that all like chess pieces being moved around and it's pretty disgusting the way they're they're able to abuse the these different factions of the government the fbi and the, the entirety of the department of justice it, i'm sorry man um it's corrupt. I don't see how Trump wins. Be it that you know, that one aspect is pretty much it's pretty difficult to overcome. But obviously, and so you have to remember too. Even building up to the midterms, they're going to try to tarnish anything they can to help themselves. They're, these are just power hungry maniacs. So that and this is part of how they play. But do you think that they're going to try and put Giuliani behind bars? I mean, do you think that's the end goal? And then ultimately, if they do him, I mean, if if they put Giuliani behind bars, wouldn't they seek to do the same with Trump? I think they'd love to if they could. I I, I don't I don't think that I, I don't I don't I don't know I don't have an opinion I don't know I don't think they they could get Rudy Giuliani behind bars I don't think so uh, I it. It, it, I, I don't know. I don't have an opinion right now. <laughs> uh, I, we're going to have to see how more of this plays out. But And I think one of the things, though, too, what what have you heard about um, Gates from Florida, about this whole fiasco with him? I haven't heard anything about it. Now he's trying. He's already working on new legislation. Where did that go? How, how did that pan out? Was what he was saying was true? Or what were y'all... So that's the thing. You get to lobby these accusations and slander somebody. And I don't drag, think any charges were ever filed. Right, and I think it drag, was just accusations. Right, you drag this dude all through the mud, and then nothing comes of it. You know what I mean? And yes. and they could potentially be doing that that here. 
and just causing them inconvenience and trying to garner information when nobody knows. But you, the, the the left is completely and totally out of control, and there's but no. You have to have a leftist judge to even give you a warrant. Yeah, because you know that's going to be highly politicized. I mean, who wants to be the judge that signs that warrant that says, "Yeah, go raid Rudy Giuliani's place." No, well, I mean, New York's full of them. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It's they're uh, they're thugs, dude. If you think that Obama Obama's hand is absolutely in, in in all the things that they're doing, like he's definitely a factor in how they're doing business right now. And the people that were in his administration are, are steeped in this because it's obvious that, that Joe Biden's running nothing. He lost his mask the other day and it was in his pocket. And it <laughs> really was. Like, it was terrible. Like, oh, I'm in trouble. And his, his wife has to come <laughs> pull it out of his freaking pocket, dude. Which it was, it was all hands on deck because there are other aides and everybody, like, rushing in to, to find the, the arbitrary, ridiculous germ-covered mask so he could put it across <laughs> his stupid face. And it's in your pocket. Yeah, jackass, dude. I actually didn't see that video, but I, I watched um, I watched a clip that said that it was some whatever it was, it's State of the Union or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. That was something like uh, twenty twenty two million or something that that viewed it. Eleven. It, it was eleven. It million. was eleven. Eleven million. Yeah, oh, they've been and fudging then, the numbers. There's and then actually one a of, website about that. Too. One of Trump's last State of the Union addresses was something to the tune of about forty three million yeah, people yeah. watching. Yeah, that's why it's so hard for me to believe that that. That guy actually won. Like I, I, I don't. He, I don't know what his uh, what his approval rating is yeah, at he, the time. Be like at, at the current moment, man, and it really doesn't matter. But that, it, it's just really hard for me to believe that this guy, you know, just after watching his rallies and and the people there or or lack thereof, that this guy has a really grassroots following. Especially now. He's coughing, maybe he'll get it. Man, he just looks like a lost. I mean, he just looks lost, man. Well, he's there for those two, uh, the two garbage senators in Georgia. He's there for the six people. I need him to find my mask. Protect me from the six people. They look totally motivated to be there, too. <laughs> yeah. Super organic and natural. They're not part of the administration. They're in the back of the truck that they came across the border in. Those aren't actually aides. Oh, yeah. Listen to that applause. Where are the people? There's none. There's six of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like they get... Yeah, I mean, literally, they put six people in the back of two trucks and three people per truck gave them some little piddly flags and was like here wave though yeah. wave, wave these that's the thing said they were truckloads of people yeah. <laughs> yeah. they don't look disinterested at all like they're looking the other way that's what yeah. I'm saying like they're yeah. barely even waving the flag looking for my mask I'm in trouble yeah the presence is such a joke Oh, so that guy gave oh, him another one, and she yeah. found the other in his pocket. Look at this guy waving his arms to the people that aren't even there and waving to nobody. As he tries that to that go whole off elbow the, bump the thing yeah. is so stupid, dude. Bump elbows to hold hands. And yeah. <laughs> yep. 
So they bumped, they, everybody bumped elbows and they all held hands. Yeah, like at the end of the Rocky fight when, yeah. <laughs> you know, when the, uh, when the judge like comes in there and like raises Rocky's hand in victory. That's just awful. That's so painful to watch. It is hard to watch because that guy's like the, I mean, he's like the guy you help out of, out to his car yeah. at the grocery store. Oh, like, Here, let me grab your basket for you, yeah. man. You, you yeah, look lost. Sure. Where, now, where did you park? Yeah. And he's like, I have no mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, I don't know. I think I parked across the street. Honestly, couldn't tell you how I got here. No, I think I rode the bus. (laughs) No, yeah, yeah, I rode the bus. I mean, he's he's the embodiment of the deer in the headlights look. Yeah, and so what what do we look like on a freaking world standpoint? I mean, people got to be laughing. I mean, they got to be like, golly, look at these idiots. (laughs) Look at these idiots. These idiots voted for him. Yeah. He looks like Crib Keeper, the way it's all, his face is all sunk in and disgusting and taut and gross. Nasty. Oh, you sent something to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I forgot about this, though, too, since I we're on. Since we're on, on I, I was going to give him start. a break this week. Not that he deserves one, but this is rich, dude. If you hadn't seen it, dude. Come on, man. <laughs> I want the more aggressive one. Yeah. Come I, on, man. This is good right here. What you saw on television. These white supremacists, Nazi sympathizers, carrying Nazi fags, flags. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can feel free to play that over. Nazi sympathizers, carrying Nazi fags, flags, carrying Nazi fags, carrying Nazi fags. Dude, you got to watch out for the Nazi, Nazi fags, dude. Flags. They're pretty bad. <laughs> So, so he's like standing here, and he's got his hands. I think up. he's actually like, practicing in a. They the what the, the description I read said that he was practicing a speech in his basement. Well, he's yeah, he's got his hands up like to both of his temples, like he's in really deep yeah. thought. Well, he's, like he's he, probably trying to think of who shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the blinders on a horse. Yeah, yeah I think he's struggling to to remember think, slash yeah. read. Yeah. The, the, this dude is done for, man. He is done for. But uh, the, they say through the uh, mouth, the heart speaks, dude. So I guess he thinks Nazis are gay. <laughs> Who's carrying Nazi flags? That's a great question. I have no idea. Dude, you I mean, might I'm, see I'm, some, like, some backwoods hillbillies, like, toothless rednecks sometimes. Like, well, they, I think that there was, like, a, <laughs> uh, yeah, like a, uh, a Netflix thing. Something about like it was a it was a uh, leftist deal put together by the uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center, and it was like called Erasing Hate, and like I only watched it because the dude was covered in these tattoos, and like they were removing from his face, which looked excruciating, by the way. Which I think getting one removed anywhere on your body is probably or is rather extremely painful. Yeah, it's more painful than getting it. Yeah, but not that I had one, but you know what, dude. We do you need people need to email what they want to the email address we don't have. <laughs> we do. What is it? It's uh, info at commonmanscommonsense dot com. We even have a website, man. Really? Yeah. Let's check know, it out. I bought a domain name. I don't think there's anything up there yet. But I bought it so nobody would get it. Yeah, because people were totally going to freaking yeah. jump on the bandwagon oh, and yeah, try to extort absolutely. us. Absolutely. You gonna go fund me? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's already like six hundred thousand in the GoFundMe. 
So anyway, uh, I was dismissed pretty quick. Yeah, you can tell that guy's like, he's struggling, and you can also tell which he may be practicing. But you can tell, like, th- with the echo, that there's Nobody. no yeah. one in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and you notice, to reiterate how they try to control the narrative, Nazi, 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 dude, what What the hell are you talking about? Where are people, like you said, where are people with <clears throat> Nazi flags? Haven't seen them. Never seen I saw one. Those, I saw that guy on Netflix. And again, like, these guys would meet up. Like once a month in the in the woods somewhere, hey man, yeah, blah 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 blah. blah. Like yeah, you guys are basically playing clubhouse. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah you, got, you got a map with a stick in the dirt. Like yeah, we're gonna go over here. Yeah, <laughs> okay, come on. But yeah, they're 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 gonna keep beating that that dumbass drum while while they're gonna call you the Nazi while they're creating every piece of infrastructure and apparatus needed to actually be Nazis. Yeah, that's. While while giving you a steady diet of propaganda from state-run media. Yep. And that's it for this week's episode of Common Man's Common Sense. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you share with your friends and subscribe. We'll talk to you guys next week.